Hello and welcome to the Nordic Keyforge uh, podcast, or actually, should I say, vodcast, because this is our live, half live preview uh, of uh, exclusive spoilers. And this is the first time we're on YouTube. Uh, my name is Jason, the Captain Kirk, and I'm actually joined here by um, three of my uh, fellow co hosts from the podcast. We have Hydrophilic Attack. Hello, Jonas. Hello. We have uh, Linus, um, Mr. K-pop, making a return. How are you doing, Linus? I'm doing good. And then we have Algonor. Carl, how are you doing? Doing good. Excellent, excellent. Well, we have been very, very graciously um, given um, exclusive spoilers from Ghost Galaxy to promote the Winds of Exchange um, set which is uh, currently on GameFound right now. So they've given us two uh, never-seen-before cards, never-officially-seen-before cards. Um, so let's jump into these and have a look. But I've got to say, the last couple of weeks have been absolutely insane as Keyforge fans and players. It kind of feels like we have been in some kind of a cult, like always looking and checking uh, what the update is, how much is going, and the response has been absolutely fantastic. What is the um, next? What is the next stretch goal? That's that's what I'm always asking myself. They are so yeah. cool. All the stretch goals in the really, in the campaign. really is, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. insane that this is what we have come to. Like after sort of years of absolutely nothing, and then this when things happen from day to day i know it's, it's it was like it's, I, I want this to be the everyday of keyforge i don't know i don't know about you guys this this maybe not the everyday because it means every day i've got to kind of keep putting 150 dollars into <laughs> a game every single day um no i haven't done that every single day of this game found sorry yeah, ghost galaxy however Let's get on to our first card. Let's get on to our token creature that we have been given to spoil. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we reveal to you the cultist, uh, or just cultist. It's the unfathomable token creature. Um, it's an aquan. Uh, it's a two-power token creature. And it says, action, destroy five friendly cultists. If you do... Search your deck and discard pile for Tangaika. Play it and ward it. Shuffle your deck. Now, <laughs> this is pretty good. We're going to get on to Tangaika in a second because that's our second card. But let's just focus on the cultist as it is right now. What do we think, guys? First of all, that art is super amazing. Oh, it's beautiful. I'm so loving it, and it's super thematic. Yeah, you can, you can on this card you can see the five cultists, and they're doing the thing, and yeah. suddenly, boom! And when you see the uh, the, the Tangaika card, you will see that they are still there. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, the art, the art the art does follow through to to the next card that we haven't shown just yet, but the artwork is so so beautiful here. Uh, the detail into their faces as well. You've, I, got, I kind of get a bit of a feeling of uh, alien here. So one thing I like about this, it really gives me 
that feeling of the Arkham file games, which often feature cultists that have some kind of strange connection to a strange creature. And the more of them that come out, the the more danger you're in and you need to kill them off before they get to a critical mass and you're in trouble. So it feels like that kind of gameplay taken into Keyforge. Super thematic. Yeah, really, I also like really the thematic, uh, thematic uh, part of it. Like the mechanic, really, uh, like you get what they are going for uh, with yeah. it for sure. And I also hope to see more of like these kinds of abilities on token creatures, where yeah. just getting to a critical mass and then they actually do their thing. Uh, I think that's a very cool uh, design concept. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's a two power creature as well. It's not a. It's not just a one power that can get wiped out by a Kazap or something. It's something which you know it takes takes a little bit extra to get rid of if you want to, and you want to kind of get five. You won't have to get five out there, um, and plus the one. Well, actually, you know, could, including the one that you have already, but. Imagine this, if you're playing, you have one ready on the board, you get to create another four token creatures, um, then you can then you can activate it straight away. So it's got a it's got a really nice thing, but if you don't quite get there, you still get some use out of the getting these token creatures out. But it's not like something that you're going to want to do and, and, you know, try and get six or seven or eight out. You're going to want to activate. You're going to want to press the trigger on this button. And I think from a flavor point of view, I think it's also kind of cool that they destroy themselves. It's like they, they are in a summoning circle. They summon some kind of strange, unfathomable demon or something. And and it kills them, but they do it because they're in this cult and they are so committed to whatever strange designs they have in their cult. Yeah. But the fact that you're giving up like five potential uh, like creatures that could reap from turn to turn means that what they bring forth must ha- must be like really, really good in order to make that actually worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the going back to the tales of the crucible, the first story in there where they kind of after the battle they kind of rejuvenate and it's like you're yeah you know, like you're you're sacrificing their abilities um, and they're giving their energy and we're going to move on to Tangaika now because like we said this artwork goes over and if we go over to have a look at Tangaika now just focus on the artwork if viewer bear with us for a second but just focus on the artwork ignore the the power the ember here that you get with this the effect look at the artwork here and you just feel that the energy is being sapped into this portal bringing forth this beast tangaika um to and this thing is a beast like this this car this this tangaika is a beast not even beware the ides can kill this in one shot like this is this is incredible, and it's um, literally a beast. It, it yeah, it is it is a beast. Thanks. Um, it's a twenty five creature, zero armor. Uh, you know, okay, it's got to have some uh, negatives, I guess. <laughs> um, it's got two ember. Tangaika cannot be played from your hand. Interesting. We'll come back to this. Splash attack five. 
Okay, what does that mean? We'll come back to this. Fight, gain one. <laughs> okay, this is this is a beautiful, beautiful card. I really, really like the flavor of this, the 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 use of this. Um, but what, what, guys, chime in here. What, what, what are we looking at here? So I think Tangaika is uh, like thematically. I I love the card. And I think it will be very very fun to play with. Uh, like a mini objective to, to play uh, towards if you get the deck with it in. Um, um, not quite sure how good I think the card is. Uh, I don't think it's a competitive card. Um, but I think in like sealed or in casual play, I think it's extremely fun. Uh, so I really like like the design. Not sure what you guys think about like power power wise if it's good or not. Uh, I would imagine in against a key rack and twenty five power is super good. So that's that's one thing to keep to keep an eye out for this one. Um, and I like uh, the flavor of the card that you see the five the five cultists that are that are getting ready to summon it. Uh, I really like that aspect. Uh, and yeah, I think it's really cool cool card. And the fact that it comes in uh, warded helps a lot because it's. Yeah quite a high opportunity cost to play it but the fact that it, you gain two amber when you play it and it comes in warded so you probably get a chance to use it that's that's nice and that makes it quite a bit better i think yeah yeah, yeah that's a really big point there and it feels super th thematic also from the aspect that it's you know five creature mm -hmm. uh, five cultists and it's a 25 um powered creature and it has a splash attack five the number five is there and and then it just comes there roaring and just wants to smash everything. Like that's what yeah. it wants to do, literally. Like and has fight. five splash attack, another five. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and we we even asked the um, uh, Ghost Galaxy just to clarify the splash attack thing because splash attack is something that we haven't seen yet in the game. We've seen splash, um, but the splash has been in 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 the case of spot damage. So you know, deal deal two with uh, one splash, etc. But a splash attack is is uh, damage that is dealt at the same time as the attack to the neighbors. So he will deal twenty five to his target and five damage to either of his neighbors. Um, so just the the clarification of that. So that's thirty five damage that this this piece can 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 deal. And if you can keep it warded, um, and even stick it behind a taunt. They, this this I don't I don't know if I agree with you about um Carl about it not being competitive. I think it's a big target, but I think you can you can really do do a lot with this if you can protect it. Um, unless you yeah. had a, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I think it's gonna come down to like how good will unfathomable be at producing token creatures for example we don't know what kind yeah. of support they have That's a very to, good point yeah like how, how fast will it get cultists out and so how reliable is it to even get out because otherwise you have a card in your hand that you can't play which is obviously like tricky if your deck doesn't support uh, getting token creatures out um but yeah if, if you get it out and if you can do so consistent consistently i think yeah for sure it's it's gonna be good. Like, uh, 
Yeah, it's a must kill that is very tricky to kill. <laughs> That's always yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so something else that just hit me regarding Tangaika is um, the fact that it can be pulled from the Scarpa as well. So it in fact doesn't uh, really matter that much if you get uh, it earlier before you have an established cultist board. Then it gets into your discard um, and then you can actually like recur it. And just that... keeps coming back. <laughs> yeah, like potentially at least. It all depends yeah. how how uh, how good your deck is to put cultists out there, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if it is, I think this could be uh, actually quite good yeah. and tricky for uh, tricky for opponents to deal with. Like either they deal with it and you get it into your discard, and then you can play it again, get two pips, get it warded again. Mm -hmm. Um. Or they don't, and then you can just stay on board and and kill their board. So yeah, like there is definitely so, potential for this card. Really, yeah. So actually, this goes goes back to what we said. Actually, where this changes the game now, or changes what we said earlier about being competitive or not. This doesn't only make it fun; it actually brings a bit more the competitive edge to the card. Yeah, like potentially at least. Uh, I didn't yeah. think about it at first, but, um, but yeah. oh, don't forget that Tangoka can't be played from your hand anyway. So the only way to get Tangaika onto the board um, is, unless there's a Sauropod or something in play, um, is, you know, because it gets put into play. It can't, it's not playing it from your hand, put into play, etc. Is that you need the Cultist. Now, don't forget, this is a rare card. So this rare card is what will bring the Cultist always into the same deck as Tangaika. Yeah, exactly. With, the, yeah. with, 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 with that... Um, uh, that model. So this is kind of the fourth. I think this is the fourth unfathomable um, uh, token creature, like the blob, like the, those other ones, which were yeah, exactly. connected yeah. to Tangaika, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <clears throat> and so these will always be together. So the cultists are the only people that can get Tangaika into play. So the decks with these in, I think, are going to be very heavily reliant, like you said, Carl, on cards that can create tokens yeah yeah it will be very interesting to see how well supported uh the cultists are in fathomable and uh like in other houses as well obviously but uh yeah i think there's definitely potential uh, for this to be very troublesome even for strong competitive decks yeah amazing oh love this card even more already great well, at least I am super excited for Winds of Exchange me and too. this huge beast, Tangaika. Yeah, me too. These are insane spoilers that we've been given um, from Ghost Galaxy. Thank you so much uh, to Ghost Galaxy once again for entrusting us with uh, with these cards um, and with this task uh, to spoil. Um, there is still time to uh, get in and get your pledges in. Um, of course, in the time of recording, we um, it won't be the 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 status won't be the same as it is right now. But get in, get the get your chance to get a piece of the action, uh, to get your decks, get some of the uh, really really fun stretch goal um, bonuses that we've got there. We'll put a link to the game found uh, campaign in our. Um, show notes in uh below the video and we'll also put in um uh links to ghost galaxy website 
um, as well so that you can find all the information there. Um, we're really excited about what Ghost Galaxy is going to do with this game and already uh, we're seeing a lot of promise. So thank you. Thank you from me, uh, the captain. Um, thank you all. And thank you guys for John and Prosper and uh, goodbye.